This is VC Projects Podcast. And today my guest is Dennis Kushneroff and Yuri Boyko. And we are going to be discussing the upcoming exhibition that's opening on April 2nd, 2022 at El Nido Art Space. Um, it is an acknowledgement of to U- Ukraine and also Slow Art Day, which is also April 2nd, 2022. The exhibition is called um, War and Peace, Ukrainian Voices, uh, with the artist's names, Denis Kushnerov and Yuri Boyko. Thank you both for joining me. We're, we're here with both of the artists. Thank you for joining me, gentlemen. Thank you, thank you for inviting me. Yeah, thank you for inviting. Um, Dennis, you're in Kiev right yep, now. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And and Yuri, you're in Hollywood, California. Um, right. We're we're on Zoom and we're doing this podcast so we can see each other and talk and have a clear reception. Um, I wanted to just briefly kind of engage about how this all came about. Yuri, I've known for a while, since about 2015, and I got introduced to your country and your culture and um, literature and art. And it's, it's, it's a beautiful and very uh, fascinating um, country. And Dennis, we met a couple of years ago following her on a vision um, a production company that I actually work with now on a couple of projects. So um, it's really great to get to know you and on Instagram and, and following what you're doing with your own films as well as uh, film festivals and, and things that you feature. So it's, it's, it's great. And this, this sort of all came about as the, the war um, with Russia on Ukraine. And me reaching out to you, Dennis, and saying, you know, obviously you're not okay, but I'm I'm truly sorry about what's what's happened. And um, and we started communicating. And you know, what could I do? What could I do to help you? And you said, tell the people the truth. And well, what is the truth? So I went and I asked you to write a message. And you wrote kind of a longer message and then you edited it down to a shorter message. And then you followed that up with six films, short films that you made and, and one last film that you're associated with. So thank you for being a part of this um, exhibition. And, and Yuri, um, we've been friends a long time. You had done a departure and arrival um, photography series. Um, pigment on linen and I actually featured this in another exhibition um, a couple years ago and I wanted to return to it because it was quite a um, sensitive and sincere capture of your grandmother's home in Ukraine that you spend a great deal of time at and it it's it's about memories and and sort of our consciousness and what we think and I think it also, for me, knowing that body of work, knowing that the war is going on, thinking about that property, thinking about those images um, that you shared uh, in the basement, in the garden, within the house, within the rituals of, of the life that you experienced there. So I just want to take a minute to say that for Slow Art Day, um, I thought it was really important to share this reality for both of you, Um, your Ukrainian voices from two sides of the world, both very real, sincere, and also very raw and now I kind of want to open this up for both of you um, to discuss. Dennis, we'll start with you. Okay. Your message and, and the films and, and why you selected these. So 
you know i guess that the main message uh, which we as ukrainian are trying to to spread and which is trying to spread our president making speeches almost every day before the different uh, parliaments governments uh, different countries so uh, almost each day we see uh, like our president for example yesterday uh, he made a speech before australia government the day before yesterday uh, they were belgium netherlands sweden uh, japan us canada france so etc so um, the main message is that uh, when the evil the tyranny stays unpunished then like Tomorrow, the day before tomorrow, in one year, this very evil and this very tyranny uh, will come back, making the devastating and destroying twice more bigger, you know. So exactly the same situation uh, we have now, because all my films uh, I made uh, from the period of 2014, 15, 16, etc. when uh, the first war with Russia uh, started, actually. So 2014, Russia annexed Crimea Peninsula, you know, and uh, started uh, uh, the war in the, in the, in the east of Ukraine, uh, you know, and um, it was terrible because I was born actually in the eastern Ukraine, you know, and but uh, as as I wrote in my message, if only uh, at that time all the Western government put the same sanction, if the information spread so quickly, if uh, everybody uh, like paying so much attention to it, so I'm confident like 99% that we won't have such full-scale war, you know, but... Uh, speak uh, like um, now all my theme are really actual again today concerning the ignorance uh, concerning the consequences of the military and actions and invasions so but it's uh, only one uh, example of uh, that the things that the history uh, is repeating you know, and uh, if you just Google uh, why the why Putin is a new Hitler, so you are uh, you will uh, find a lot of uh, really uh, powerful like example and connections uh, that the action of Hitler and the Putin are the same, starting from uh, their speeches and their actions. So they, their statements that they wanted to, to defend like the Germans in Czechian or the Russians in the Donbass and, and they, are, they need to, to start the war to prevent another war. And there are a lot of examples, so they are all the same. But, you know, um, the paradox and uh, the, the thing uh, which is, uh, it's like, which is really pity uh, for us that each year celebrating the great victory after the Second World War, when the people are saying uh, never again, you know, and, uh, but this again is already starting. And for example, the, the Germans who are famous with their tight business connection with Russia, you know, especially in, in terms of gas and oil. So they only now, they are starting to help um, really effective and but the this is those were germans who suffered the most you know and uh, uh, we need to make really great efforts you know to uh, to spread the truth and that they are uh, all the governments and uh, politics are finally, uh, you know, uh, aware what is going on. And so coming back to my films, uh, almost all of them 
uh, devoted uh, to that military uh, tragedy and one of those films devoted to the Chernobyl tragedy, but all the same, like it was not military, but um, politically and social indifference of the Soviet government because uh, the Soviet government and the Russia now, uh, they are really uh, don't matter about the people. So now uh, the Russia at any price, they wanted to, to invade and to, con to conquer our land. Yes, and they don't matter how, how many their soldiers are dying. You know, even their official statistics uh, like uh, blend lie, you know, uh, concerning the, how many people already died. And, uh, so uh, my films uh, are short, but they are effective. They entered a lot of film festivals uh, through that period. Um, then I quit independent filmmakers, uh, filmmaking and returned to the uh, to the TV cooperation, cooperation with TV channels. Uh, so because just uh, being an independent filmmaker, uh, it's like, um, it just means uh, to be a poor painter, poor artist, and you just don't uh, like support uh, you, yourself, your family with um, relevant financial, uh, financial support. Uh, so, but now all my films are actual. And I know a lot of my friends and colleagues, uh, they are also making another documentary films uh, because, you know, as we are saying, in terms of war propaganda and just a line which are going uh, often from TV channels, uh, now the doc documentary filmmaking is um, often a real source of the truth, you know. So on these uh, film footages, uh, you can see really what is going on to feel the atmosphere you know and to, to, to transmit all the situation which we are facing uh that's it so another message uh is just um to spread uh the information about about our history about our culture and uh, that finally people don't ask in uh, ukraine where is it? What is it? Is it a Russia? No, it's not Russia. It's it's not Soviet Union, you know, because uh, we are really uh, getting tired of explaining where is it, what is it, and that it's not not, not Russia, you know. So even uh, like uh, if you are interested in uh, in linguistic in philology, so you can even. Uh, compare uh, the, the languages, that Ukrainian languages uh, tends more to be in European family languages, family, I mean, because uh, we have a lot of words which uh, far more close to the European languages than to, to Russian language. Mm -hmm. So, and there are a lot of, a lot of examples, you know, uh, which are proven that we are deserve to be in European family and we are closer to, to Europe because some people thinking, oh no, it's geopolitic and we don't like to interfere because it's like a geopolitic interest of Russia. So let's don't help Ukraine. Let's stay apart, let's stay it alone. But again, as we are speaking in different digital platforms, as uh, our president speaks, let's, um, we are not fighting for our own independence for our own freedom. We are fighting for, for Europe's, for world's freedom, for world's independence. So it's like the, the battle uh, not uh, between the uh, Ukraine and Russia. It's battle like between light and dark, you know, between democracy and tyranny. So if you are just looking through the, the presidents in different countries of Soviet Union, so you just looking through that almost every country uh, in spite of, in spite of U Ukraine, have uh, the autocratic regime, the the only one person who is ruling, you know, through the long, long decades. And only in Ukraine we have real election, and the persons who are ruling the country they are really changing. 
know, an old country like Belarusia with those very Lukashenko, so Russia with those very Putin, uh, etc. So they are tending to be autocratic, you know, and uh, providing more totalitarian regime. So we really want to finally distance from them and to enter the European family and uh, to tell the world uh, that we are absolutely another country and who are tending to be free. So thank you all of you for, for supporting, for evoking interest to this issue, to spreading the information. Um, probably that's it. So for the moment, you can ask me something else. <laughs> okay. Thank you for that. That's really important. Um, so how can people follow you? How can people... You're, you're doing a lot of Instagram posts about the celebrities and celebrities are highly influential. Um, tell, tell us about that before we move on to Yuri. Tell us a little bit about what you're doing with your social media. Mm -hmm. So as, uh, as I said, uh, from being independent filmmaker, I uh, returned to the uh, TV station uh, because it's like usually gives you more uh, tools to, to earn something as to, to provide your everyday routine. Mm -hmm. But I always uh, tended uh, to focus uh, not uh, and to work, not only as a just uh, usual news reporter, you know, like enlightening uh, politics, economics, etc. I'm always uh, was interested in culture, sports, uh, cinema, etc. And um, finally, uh, I, I came to the position uh, and uh, like break the rule of our ordinary TV station, which are also focusing only mostly on the internal markets. So nobody wants uh, like to send TV reporters somewhere abroad to enlighten some international cinema festivals, culture events, etc. And um, But me and my colleagues, we just uh, broke, you know, this wall. So our first attempt uh, was to go to the Cannes Film Festival. And when we offered to our TV producer to go there, uh, they didn't want to sponsor it. So we invest our own money and uh, just uh, went by ourselves, you know, some, we went um, by bus, we rent uh, not a flat by a room somewhere far from Canada. So uh, we, uh, we ate uh, very bad, you know, but we proved that we could make a really good uh, material. It was uh, very effective. It was very quality. So we proved ourselves as a, TV professionals and like it was really breaking the rule and so through the next years uh, the TV producer already sponsored us because they believed uh, to us that's what uh, I often uh, tell to everybody to every uh, beginners in the different spheres so if you want like to to make breakthrough you know breakthrough through the world so just invest in yourself and uh, just don't be afraid of uh, making some some actions, you know, and that's what we made, actually. Then we started to enlighten uh, a lot of cultural events, film festivals, and our main focus uh, was e exactly on the film stars, cinema, exclusive interviews, uh, business trips abroad, uh, press tours, uh, etc., you know. But then the... Uh, COVID pandemia uh, appeared and all the events uh, like turned to be online or shut down and so uh, we stayed uh, without our business trips and so almost without work uh, and then, then finally this war uh, coming to our home um, 
but uh, among all the terrific uh, shots and photos of the devastations, etc., you know, when you are scrolling your Instagram or Facebook uh, and uh, all, all, all this... Uh, all this list uh, and news from from your friends uh, they are all about destroying and devastating and it's really it's really like devastating yourself from inside and uh, you're really upside down then i uh, i started like I, I decided to to cheer to boost up our moral condition you know to 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 make uh, some short videos and uh, to post some news that uh, some powerful people from the West, they support Ukraine. Uh, actually, frankly speaking, uh, from the very beginning, I thought that it was a silly idea because uh, so much uh, like bad news and uh, catastrophic news are happening around and uh, what I'm doing, like uh, put some silly news about Western stars supporting Ukraine. Uh, but then uh, one of my friends and then another of my friend, they uh, they wrote to me that, oh, great, you are doing great things because uh, all we are uh, looking through the, uh, through the news is all the devastating pictures, you know, and uh, you are like... Uh, boosting up our moral condition to cheer up our moods and so go on okay then i started like uh, to to look up uh, in, in the news all, all that announcements that uh, some other filmmakers and representatives of uh, western culture and uh, some famous artists supporting ukraine and as started uh, to make posts and news about it and uh, just before the uh, pandemic we launched uh, our own uh, small media company day night tv and uh, where we make also news about uh, culture cinema so i i found out that it's really important uh, to, to speak about uh, this kind of support because uh, it's, it's really a matter. <sighs> That's it. Um, I also got an option to document uh, the war here in Kyiv, but uh, we have like difficulties uh, with the um, accreditation because only few companies uh, could uh, film it. And uh, because <clears throat> our um, our police uh, is also uh, forbid to film it because the enemy uh, then could uh, like um, make correction on their fire shelling, you know, while uh, watching all this uh, destruction after rocket uh, fires. So a lot of uh, documentary filmmakers now in Kyiv, they uh, don't have opportunity to document it. So only like uh, after some time, some, when the day uh, pass, passing away, you know, so and a few Western uh, TV companies uh, could document it. Uh, but uh, so we do what we do just uh, the day before yesterday, uh, we went uh, with my friends uh, to uh, how does it call uh, blood bank center? Yes, just when 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 you give your blood to the yes. wounded, blood wounded bank. Yeah. Uh -huh. yeah, yeah, yeah. So we also uh, help to deliver humanitarian aid. And some people also from abroad finance uh, finance it. Uh, I mean, for for fuel, uh, for food, and etc. Uh, of course, we, we don't have uh, military experience uh, with my friends. Uh, so, uh, and uh, actually, we have only like uh, first wave of mobilization. So it means only people with military experience now are serving in the army. 
and uh, the other are just uh, making what, what they what they can yeah so yeah 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 but nobody knows what is uh, going like uh, in a week in a month so of course we are hoping and, and praying that the peace is coming and that ukraine will win for sure but uh, of course if if our country will need also uh even the men without exp- military experience of course we we go and we we do our best uh in each sphere just to support it so right now at the moment we we are trying to to look at the uh, information front line you know which is also very important you know so just to to spread in information to to supporting people and to, with all what we can That's it. Yeah, it's huge. It's huge. Thank you. Uh, I'll add your <clears throat> your detail information so people can follow you and mm-hmm. uh, find more of your films and things like that um, on this on the description of this podcast. Um, thank you for explaining all that, Dennis. Yuri. Let's let's talk about departure and arrival and let's talk about um your feeling of being away you know you being Ukrainian and your experience coming to the US returning back to Ukraine and then now with this war I've watched you obviously it's really affected you and in many ways let's talk about your experience um even though i i left uh, ukraine a long time ago i still internally maintain uh, there is my family over there my, my my friends a lot of my friends there so there was always kind of subconscious uh, connection uh, with 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 the country where you were born even though you call uh, another country your home um this kind of this kind of connection uh sometimes um sometimes manifests itself through the events like this when the when the event uh is so dramatic that suddenly uh you kind of uh your 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 emotional attachment to the country wakens up to the point where you don't even expect that to happen because you you seems to be uh, you know removed you seems to be geographically far away it seems to be um uh, time wise uh, a long time uh being disconnected and so forth so it, it, it sometimes it seems like you have very superficial connection with the country but yet when it comes down to this kind of events it immediately changes everything and and i think it's a primarily it's it's a visceral kind of feeling and uh, that was that was my reaction that was my reaction in 2014 and that that was my reaction um in february of this year uh it's just it just kind of uh just disrupt the entire thing i was working on a new project and i saw that wonderful i have all this time i came back from the uh large installation in italy and i thought now this year the past year was wonderful to kind of uh, provide the uh, the uh three largest ex- exhibitions a lot of a lot of uh, work has been done it, it was pretty much uh, a way to move on in a new direction uh, focus on a new work and uh, indeed i started to work on a new series and so forth but then in february it just it just completely changed everything it was absolutely not i was not able to focus or work on something because because it was so destructive so that's my relationship you know even though i'm physically not present there even though i'm i'm uh, uh, i'm i'm emotional very very much involved and and that's 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 very uh that's very indicative on 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 the relationship with, within within the human being and and the and the values that uh, that human being has 
So that's kind of where uh, where I am. Uh, it's 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 a bit easier <laughs> now. Uh, you can manage it kind of now, uh, and uh, obviously helping as much as possible, fundraising, uh, bringing awareness uh, into the into the uh, people's minds and so forth. So that's 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 very important. I, I think at some point I'll, it will it will percolate and it will be reflected in the artwork as well, but it needs more time in order to do that. It's, 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 it cannot be done on the fly, even though there are some things that are happening on the fly. Uh, but um, in one way uh, uh, that kind of uh, opens up additional layers, it's exactly what, uh, what happened with this body of work, which is departure and arrival. And uh, <clears throat> Uh, initially, it was conceived as a as a uh, just contemplation on the topic of how time is different in its pace for different uh, uh, for different uh, groups for different um, even for the same person but being kind of uh, separated in a way from from the context of life that that person used to live in and then moved over to a different way and 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 the 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 kind of the uh the starting point was when i went back to uh my grandma's house uh, uh and it suddenly was exactly absolutely unchanged the way how i was when i was a little kid at the same tree under which family would gather and have the lunch the same cellar where you go gonna get all your pickled stuff the same uh, potatoes uh, put together in the same crates and uh, the same little uh, beehives that being gathered you know even even outhouses there so and at the same time at the same time it's so uh, fundamentally rooted in a everyday life that uh, it was it was incredible to experience it and to me, uh, metaphorically, it was something that suddenly the time split. And for, 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 for some reason, the time was very slow for one set of kind of experiences. And then on the other hand, the time was very turbulent for the other set of experiences. And naturally you would think that, oh, the slow time is gonna go much at, at a slower pace. It's not going to be the same at all. And the turbulent times, they're much faster. They go, they go run away uncontrolled and so forth. But in reality, when I came back to the same place, to me, it was a signification of the point that the time is the same. You can't, it, it splits only in your mind. In reality, it all the same. And both, and both, and both lifestyles, both experiences, they are valid. And there are myriads of those experiences, but the time is the same. It's just we in, them, in our mind kind of uh, shut out and uh, run and, uh, or slow, move, moving slow through all this. And that's why uh, in that series, I was trying to exactly uh, have that uh, notion of splitted time, which is actually not splitted at all. And I wrote that narrative, a little fable, uh, metaphorically describing time as two Greeks, which were departing and then converging together and coming to the point where they meet each other and it turns out to be that we are the same. So this, is, this was the, uh, the idea behind the war. And now fast forward to the, to, to the current times, suddenly it took another meaning. And the meaning that it took was a time of the values that it, despite all this destruction, people still carry in their hearts. And those values of peace, of uh, comfort, of family, of friendship, of help to each other, those are fundamental values. And those values, in spite of anything, they're gonna still be with us. And that's why this kind of series becomes now, no matter what happens, it still lives. No matter what disaster, no matter what catastrophic, no matter what kind of war the people will go through, that peace, that mindset, that striving for the better and striving for 
something which is unchangeable because those are fundamental values. That's what is now I see in that body of work. And I didn't intend to do that at all in the beginning. I, 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 was, I was just scratching the surface, so to speak. And now it turned out to be that it has much deeper meaning for me, what I've done. And uh, that, that, was, that was a discovery. That was, that was something that I, that I haven't even said. So when Victoria, you offered to, to participate in this um, exhibition, especially because it is for the slow art day and the slow art day uh, means that people have to slow down and contemplate, to think about what they are looking at, to, uh, to understand what is the, what is the uh, what is the relationship between them and that piece of art that they found? And I saw that this would be a perfect opportunity to show this body of work because that's exactly about uh, that's a, about the values, about what people carry with them, even though they have to leave everything behind because they have to run because their houses are being bombed because they can die any moment. Uh, what do they carry with themselves? And I think they always carry this hope for peace and hope for the better. And, and, and that, was, that was pretty much it. So uh, that's in a nutshell what that series and, and how it got involved. And then why it is Ukrainian voices, I think it's also very important to speak uh, because war and peace is a fundamental uh, state of the human society. It's always either a war or a peace. And it doesn't matter where you are. It doesn't matter which continent. It doesn't matter which race you are in. You always go through. But Ukrainian voices, that specifically ties into what is happening. And, and that immediacy, that, that currency of the events that are going with the war in Ukraine. And to me, it's frankly the point where the nation is being bombed. You know, Ukraine was independent over 30 years. But it's not my kind of, uh, it's not my idea. Uh, actually, that idea belongs to a very famous Ukrainian uh, artist, uh, a musician, uh, a leader uh, of the very famous uh, and very popular group, Okean Elze. And he said that uh, each country has to, has to be born it, it, it has to go through the pain to be born, to really establish itself. It's like, it's like a, a child who is born and it has to go through the blood and shed to be really strong. And if the country is strong as a prosperous and that's very of a, 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 where his words pretty much come into the uh, the birth inside that nation. But we are talking about that everybody who is building the nation, they are taking their lives to the front line, helping by working in their house. They are doing all what they can, regardless of the language they speak, regardless of the nationality they are, ethnicity they are, but they are all together standing up to this war and they are building the nation. And I'm sure the nation will be built because what we see is completely different level of a destruction, and the determination of people to defend. And, and I think that's, that's again, it, from, from my standpoint of view and that piece that I've done, this becomes um, validation of that idea that there are much more fundamental values that people carry and ready to stand and ready to die for. So I'm, I'm, that's, that's my message. Uh, to 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 people who will come to our show, to our exhibition, and see to think about not just the images that they see, but also to think about what causes those images to be carried through the times of the utmost disaster and war and uh, bravery that people show now. It was amazing. Yeah, thank you.
for sharing that. Um, you explained that so well. I'm thinking about it. <laughs> I'm still thinking about it. Um, Dennis, you didn't really, I didn't give you a chance to talk about your importance of the Ukrainian voice. Do you want to, do you want to talk a little bit about that before we wind down into this kind of conclusion? But I think, you want to say something about that? Well, actually, Yuri already said rightly, and I totally agree with him that uh, our exhibition exhibition's name is War and Peace, and no matter where it is, uh, this very word combination equal for any land, for any country, and so. And Ukrainian voice is just an example, an actual example, you know, of what is going on. So, and as I said previously, it's just an, an example of what could be if the evil uh, stays unpunished. Mm -hmm. So, just think about it, and yes. And I hope that every visitor of the Slovak Day, uh, no matter online or offline, so uh, will watch it and will make his own conclusions. You know, because it's really necessary, uh, like to watch it to uh, make it go through yourself and to make your own conclusion about the consequences. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Thank you. So the, the films that we're going to be sharing um, are um, Make Music, Not War, done in, done in 2015 um, by yourself, Dennis, and um, some other assistants I see. And it's, you've had a lot of awards and screenings and things like that. And then we have Rocket Man um, in 2015. Also, really, a really great film. They all, I, I really enjoy all of them. Um, then we have United System um, in 2017. 2018 is There is a Place about Chernobyl. Um, and then 2018 is Annihilation. Um, also a really profound film. I really enjoyed that one. Also, they're all amazing. I, I'm really excited to share all these. And then lastly, the Memorial Choir, Choir Ukrainian 2019, which um, you're associated with and you felt your friends felt us here um, should watch it and experience experience what the music and um, these musicians have put together to, to honor the country and honor um, the soul and the spirit of Ukraine. Yes, exactly. Because mm. our nation, Ukrainians, are really good in music. So although like uh, our country is not uh, like among the most powerful uh, music industries of the world or show business industry, but uh, we have a really diverse uh, music uh, community in different genres and spheres and uh, like several wins and uh, first places at Eurovision, for example, proves it, uh, etc. And um, yes, uh, this very film uh, about the choir, Ukrainian choir, and uh, this is uh, the film of my closest friend and colleague with whom I actually uh, traveled a lot uh, and like, you know, those film festivals with whom I uh, made uh, Make Music Not War and uh, partly other films. So, and when I said to him that uh, I found uh, a new friend uh, named Victoria in the US, uh, and uh, she's going to make an exhibition with some short films. So maybe uh, you, you, you will provide also uh, your own film. And 
so he gave me this very film uh, yes uh, because uh, like speaking about ukraine uh, yes we understand the 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 high time to speak about the war but we also would like to speak about the peaceful ukraine and the, about our culture and history and uh, just not uh, to focus only on the what is uh, being like uh, the author of the aggressor you know mm-hmm. and um, i guess it's only beginning and uh, if the people uh, really visit it watch it and then uh, we'll send you some feedback uh, to in our social networks or personally to you <laughs> so then when the piece will come to us and then we could make another exhibition like uh, telling uh, telling the truth about ukraine's history ukraine's culture ukrainian artists so believe me, there are a lot of powerful stories and uh, yeah. from from our history, from our past, from our present uh, that could really admire you. So, but uh, I hope uh, if we will survive and still uh, be in a condition to to create some new films after that, so we we will probably make this exhibition but uh right now so tomorrow yes tomorrow we will have yes tomorrow we'll have it i want to say that ukraine had a huge presence in um slow art day and Mm. and of course i have no idea what they're doing but it is a global event internationally and um we're the only ones in los angeles representing um ukraine uh representing slow art day so i felt it's really important to focus on what's your like what's going on and your ukrainian voice yeah both of yours and 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 your fellow family members and loved ones and um people wherever they are in the world um that are ukrainian um by birth or by adopted family or who they feel they really align themselves with this country and this this beautiful um, inherent faith, you know, this sacred country, um, which uh, I'm still learning about with very, very rich history. So um, I'm so I'm so happy about this. And um, I'm going to do my best <laughs> for, for all the Ukrainians out there. I'm trying to do my best. Um, yeah, thank you very much. I've already invited also uh, a few of my uh, local uh, colleagues and uh, some Ukrainians uh, just to, okay. to visit it. Yes, uh, at least online or if they uh, would find some, some times uh, to, to visit you personally. So I'm looking forward uh, to to get some feedback from the people who will visit us. Mm-hmm. We we actually have a film person coming. Um, he's a drone film person who does drones, Tanner Aston, and um, he's he's built a special drone to fly in to exhibit with a Ukrainian flag on it, mm-hmm. <laughs> and he's he's going to do some astral uh filming and and come in to the courtyard and you know so you so you can experience it and everybody in ukraine can can feel our love <laughs> yeah yuri you have great, any last great. words yuri do you have any last words um well i i'm, I'm very happy yeah I'm, I'm very happy that we have uh, even though a little bit, but still contributing to this important time during this important time to Ukrainian uh, cause and, and very important to to for us to debate and to do this. And for me personally, it's 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 an honor to be uh, to be involved in this kind of uh, event uh, to to support Ukraine and uh, to do anything possible to support uh, the people of Ukraine and. Uh, uh, actually, just a, an interesting uh, addition to the because because you've mentioned that 
and about this uh, uh, movie, uh, about this short film, a uh, choir short short film, uh, choral music in Ukraine actually was a, f- a foundation for the development of the uh, formal classical uh, structure of the choral music in Eastern Europe. So it's it's it, it has a very special very special place in the history uh, of Europe. Uh, it's not just a regional kind of country. It it it, it the choral music was very much. Uh, kind of loose and uh, it was it was done by Ukrainian composers uh, which have laid out the formal structure for the choral music. Good, thank you for sharing that. Yeah, yeah. excellent. Well, yeah. Um, uh, uh, like I said, I'm going to tag you guys on the description where people can follow you and um, continue to to look at your artwork, Yuri, and um, Dennis, continue to follow you on your um, night and day uh, TV and also your films, of course, um, independent films. And yeah, with great respect, gentlemen, I'm so honored. So thank you for, for joining me today with this special podcast. And I look forward to, to following up with more. Thank you. Thank you very much for your thoughts. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. And for everybody, please come out on Saturday. Um, April 2nd for uh, El Nido in East Hollywood. It's 1028 Northwestern Avenue. Um, And uh, come and visit. Uh, The exhibition is called War and Peace, Ukrainian Voices, Denis Kushnerov and um, Yuri Boyko. And our website is um, vcprojects.art. And um, Instagram is El Nido Project and also VC Projects. And Yuri's Instagram is Boyko. And Dan, yours? Dan Kushnarov. Yeah, you can find me on Facebook and Instagram. And and, uh, our uh, media and production company, Day Night TV, also presented in all these networks and on TikTok as well. Oh, great, great. And, and Yuri's website is yuriboyko.com as well. Anything else you want to add, Yuri? No, thank you. Thank you for introduction and thank you for a wonderful uh, interview. And uh, it was a very big pleasure to participate. Thank you. All right. Until all right. next time. <laughs> Goodbye. Okay. Thank you so much. Yeah. Bye. Yeah.